Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Natalie Cupid from Glow the Spray Bar in New York. How are you doing today, Natalie? Good morning. I'm good. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much for, for meeting with me. I know that you had to have your daughter, uh, you know, your babysitter, give you a few minutes of quiet time. So thank you so much for making time for us this morning. Absolutely. Yes. No, I'm, I'm super excited, super pumped. We are too. Um, we are. We are too. So I'm going to just open up the floor for a minute. If you want to take a minute to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and your business. That'd be great. Okie dokie. Um, good morning. My name is Natalie Cupid, and I am the owner of Glow the Spray Bar. Um, I've been in business, uh, in the spray tan business for about 15 years, worked with um, a lot of different celebrities, um, a lot of different like TV shows and uh, newscaster shows and um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much my story. Still doing it, still moving strong. Um, happy to be doing it still and in, in, um, an increasingly saturated market, but, you know, happy to be, you know, still relevant and, and still important. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we spoke the first time you said, you know, 15 years, I was like, oh, that's, you're one of the early adopters for sure. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You've been. And uh, my equipment back in, in the day was a little bit more sturdy, heavier, hurt the hand. Um, <laughs> now the equipment is, is so much lighter, so much easier. There's mobile service now. There's there's a lot of different things going on. It's it's pretty amazing. Sure. Yeah, it's it's evolved quite a bit, so but it's uh, it's awesome to to meet people that have been around from the from the get go and, you know, been here to kinda of pioneer for everyone else. Absolutely. Definitely. So I'm sure over the past 15 years, you've had a lot of um, ups and downs in your business, as any entrepreneur would. Uh, I like to kind of touch on the bo- both sides of that, both the worst moment and best moment thus far in your business, uh, to kind of let people understand that obviously there's ups and downs for everyone, no matter how good it may look on the outside looking in. Obviously, you you know you've been on that roller coaster ride for for many years. So if you want to share those experiences. Maybe starting with the worst, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it up with a with a better time to leave us with a better taste in our mouth, so to speak. <laughs> you got it. Not a problem. Um, so I I actually uh, got into uh, this business by accident. Um, I was uh, going back to school and uh, looking for um, a, a, a different opportunity, um, and my parents were. Um, they found uh, the business while looking for um, uh, looking for a, a, a part-time job to go to school, um, and so I found uh, somebody who was uh, advertising, you know, teaching spray tanning on Craigslist, and so I was like, oh yeah, I could probably do this. This looks pretty easy. Um, I thought I was going to quit my first day. It was a lot of nudity um, at <laughs> And so I, uh, I pretty much thought I was like, I'm not cut out for this. I'm not going to be able to do this. 
Um, but it, it turns out, like, I absolutely loved it, uh, loved connecting with um, the clients and the people, and I, I was really good at it. Um, again, like, learning on that uh, equipment, it was really heavy at the time. So uh, my spray tans started, I want to say, at, um, at, like, about 30 to 35 minutes, and, and um, it would take a long time. Like, it was... It was pretty much, and then the drying process, it was very wet in the beginning, the, the spray tan, and, and the drying process was long, so it was about a 35 to 45 minute process at the time, and so um, for me, I want to say the worst time in my business was um, just kind of messing up on a client or having a client not dry and having to start the process all over again, and um, slowly but surely, I, I kind of like learned how to do this process in in about 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, um, start to finish, getting the client uh, dressed, uh, undressed, and then dressed again. So I would say um, for now, like for me, that's like important. It's connecting with my clients in a very short amount of time is probably the best part of my business. Um, as for the worst, I don't think I really had any really, really bad or, oh, well, yeah, I guess I, I guess I have. So um, I started working for somebody uh, about 15 years ago who decided um, 10 years into the business to kind of uh, close up shop and um, I lost all of my clients. Um, and it wasn't a good breakup. He decided to close off the business, but I had made all of the connections with the clients, and I thought for a good minute, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what my next process is. I, I didn't know if I should leave the business or stay in the business, and um, actually one of my clients decided to become a business partner of mine, um, and ultimately... We ended up uh, splitting ways uh, as Glow the Spray Bar um, came to fruition. But um, if it wasn't for that pivotal moment of, of somebody saying to me, you're really good at this, I need you to continue this, I don't know what I'll do without you, um, that that Glow the, the Spray Bar made its its mark. It entered into the, into the industry. So I guess that was my worst moment. And, and um, my best moment now is just really kind of uh, – getting in touch with my clients, seeing my clients through um, their weddings and uh, being there for the birth of their babies and, like, you know, be surprised. People want to spray tan for the birth of their children. And so um, it's good to be part of, of um, my clients, you know, day-to-day lives. It's, it's important for me to connect with the client and understand, you know, what they need a spray tan for, what they want a spray tan for. Um, so I'd say, yeah, that's my worst and my best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that connection with people obviously goes a little deeper for you. And I find most successful businesses have that connection. It's more than just a number to them. It's a person. Um, and that, you know, would definitely help you to go a lot further. So from you, the, the worst moment that you had there with the, um, you know, the business kind of closing down and things like that, but they, in turn, obviously you turn that into a, a great thing because you, obviously branched out on your own uh, eventually yeah. uh, after the partner and, and you kind of split that. Yeah. So that's a good way to, you know, parlay that uh, negative thing into something positive, which oftentimes happens with a lot of people. And I've heard that in a lot of interviews of people getting, leaving their business or something causing them to, you know, break 
from a partner or whatever it may be, and then in turn, obviously, they end up opening their own thing and leads them to where they are today. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was um, definitely a good learning experience. I went from um, not really understanding what it was to – I managed the business, but I didn't know what it what it entailed or uh, what opening a business entailed. And so this was, you know, opening Glow the Spray Bar was um, obviously a, a huge learning experience. It, it um, kind of opened my, my eyes to how, um, you know, how much work it takes to kind of maintain, open and maintain your business and, and you know, keep yourself fresh in the market and uh, keep yourself going and, you know, be a little innovative and, so yeah, so it was. It's it's definitely, you know, I I you know encourage anybody who wants to take the leap to take the leap. It's you know it it makes your mind sharper and um, it gets you you know in the game. Yeah, most definitely. So that'll kind of lead us in. I, I typically a different order with these kind of questions and flows, but I mean. <laughs> For you, yeah, I mean, well, that opens the door for the question about how things have changed on like a daily, weekly, and monthly basis for you. Obviously, you went from from being part of the business to actually operating the full things, probably the ins and outs. So, how has that changed for you? You know, throughout the years. Uh wait, I lost you a minute. Okay, yeah. So I was just asking about the actual, the way the business has evolved for you, and how that's changed for your day to day things. Um, you know, on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis now versus how it used to be. Um, right now, uh, daily, I would say that. Um, Trying to be uh, consistently competitive with uh, my prices in the market is like a a day-to-day thing. I mean, a lot of um, spray tan places have popped up. And again, like I said, mobile is also um, a new thing uh, in the market. So um, it's just staying competitive with that. You know, being – I try to put out um, inspirational uh, sayings to my clients as well and throw them – um, insider deals, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a client that's uh, purchasing a, a larger package with me, you know, um, I'll start off my email by saying, you know, uh, uh, what do I say? I usually say something like, um, glow on and get it, you know, using um, funny sayings with glow and uh, let's glow together and uh, things like that. So my clients feel like um, they're part of Glow the Spray Bar. So, um, yeah, I just it's it's definitely kind of like keeping them involved and keeping them um, kind of I, I want to say uh, just kind of having them be inspired by getting a spray tan and you know letting them know that hey you know I'm I want to know about you know what your next step is you know I mean it's it can for New Yorkers here it can sometimes be um, just a summer process you know but I try to year-round keep my clients involved about uh, what's going on with the business you know what you know the next deal is or you know uh, when our prices are going to go lower or when I picked up a new solution or uh, when I think they should try something I do like to kind of just keep them involved and keep my prices as competitive as I can just because the market kind of goes up and down, and I, I I have seen a lot of places where kind of people kind of jump into this and they think that they got it, you know, um, and then you end up with uh, bad spray tan stories and mm-hmm. unhappy people, and you know, I I try to you know kind of keep my clients 
um, on a path where they're not afraid to do spray tan, you know, after a bad experience or I try to offer them, hey, look, you know, if you're going to try this again, you know, I'll, I'll give you my first one free, you know, just, just to kind of get them in the door. And, you know, I know that I, I have a good product and I know that I have a good um, system with getting my clients in and out, you know, a lot of New Yorkers are about time. And so um, it's, it's got to be a quick process, but it's also got to be a thorough um, and connecting process. So, you know, if client only has, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, I have to be able to do my job, connect with them and, and, you know, kind of get them out the door and on their way. So I think it's really important to kind of like, you know, keep them, keep competitive and, and just keep going. Yeah, it definitely is. And there's, you know, a few things you touched on there, you know, pricing, obviously something to look at. Um, you're going to get competition anywhere you are. And like I tell everybody, competition is a good thing, but it also helps to kind of push you forward and in, in everything. Absolutely. Uh, most definitely. You did mention the the connection with your customers, the, the email, which is something I, I recommend for people and something I'm touching on in some training that I'm doing for, for spray tanning business owners is the fact that having an email list and actually connecting and staying in front of your customers in that way is important. And it's, it's, it's cool to hear the way that you want them to be part of it. I consider people that listen to the podcast, people that, you know, go through our website services and stuff like that, I consider them happy tanners. Um, you know, so that's kind of a thing, like they're part of uh, something more than just, you know, the company, right? It's kind of a thing that people can relate to. So uh, like you said, the, the glow getters and things like that, the way that, that you use that, if people kind of feel like they're part of something that have a deeper connection with you and with the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. So for yeah. the for the, um, I mean, that kind of walks us into another question. Do you remember, uh, what, it was, might have been 15 years ago when that happened, but do you remember the first, how you got your first paying customer? First paying customer is actually me on um, the sidewalk with my, uh, <laughs> with my old business partner, um, just handing out flyers, really. Wow. Um, that's how we kind of started to, we were working in a, a smaller uh, hair salon um, and, and uh, we were just trying to get clients in the door and just offering, you know, buy one, get one free. And um, it was a lot of uh, pounding the payment. And when we got our, our first uh, uh, paying client, it kind of snowballed from there. You know, we kind of did, we worked mainly off like uh, word of mouth and um, my expertise, you know, having been uh, in the business a long time and um, I, I just try to, you know, I, I try to kind of like keep myself relevant. You know, I had to kind of use a, some some name dropping there in the beginning just so that people understood that, no, I didn't just start in the business. Glow the spray bar just started. So that's how we kind of got our first bank customer. Um, and then after that, it was kind of uh, doing uh, deal sites, you know, like uh, Groupon and Gilt and uh, those kinds of sites. Got it. Do you still utilize those today? I do. They're. I think they're so important. Just um, if you're not, if you're starting out with a, a small database, you know, some of these um, sites, you know, can broaden your your um, your outlook on on how many. It's mass clientele. I mean, these they have a database of millions of clients. Um, and so you, you want to remain exclusive. So they kind of come out and interview you and, uh, uh, you know, take the time to, to understand, get to know you and get to know your business a little bit. 
um, which is you know really important because when they're marketing to their clients, they want to make sure that it's a, a high-end service, it's a good service. So um, you know, coming in in agreement with with uh, you know these types of deal sites can kind of open your market, and then you can try to kind of choose uh, how you keep the the client involved in just your salon, and um, you can send deals to them you know on a on a separate on a separate note, on your own, you know, without the deal side, because they do take a, a small percentage. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I, and sometimes I sometimes I worry about those. I don't see the likes of Groupon as much. Obviously, it's really popular now, and I know people, um, or used to be more popular. I feel like I don't know a lot of people use them, and some people worry about the, the um, you know, the, the clientele that you get from that. But I, it all depends on how you how you interact with them and things like that. Obviously just starting out, it is like you said, it's a great way to get people in the door and to reach a larger database of customers that you wouldn't have otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. But that's a good way um, to go ahead. Yeah. I just, I would, I recommend it as a start and I usually do, I don't use group on your right. I don't think that that one is um, one that's so much used anymore, but I do do guilt. Um, and then there are other services that kind of connect with hotels like LifeBooker. Um, it's, you know, you want to stay relevant with these, these sites. You know, in the beginning, I would say it's, it's really kind of important to, um, to kind of get your name out there and, and, you know, explain to people who you are and, and what you're about. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they give you a platform to kind of do that. It's a good starter. It's sure. a good starter, I would say. Sure. And I never heard of Guild, actually. I, saw, I found it, you know, yours when I was researching some things online. So what is what is Guild? Is it the same as Groupon? I mean, I haven't heard of it. Guild is um, it's actually, uh, I don't want to say um, higher end, but they, they tend to have um, just a different kind of clientele. And they kind of like, they, they market themselves as like a luxury uh, online service. So... You can buy certain products on there, certain services. Um, the thing is that, you know, with these sites, there's also an expiration. So the client, you know, they purchase this at a, a lower rate. So, for example, for my individual session, it's $69. And for Guild, they'll market it at $29. So it's a significant, you know, uh, price decrease, but it's, um, also reaching, again, a large database of clients. So um, I'll have a good number of clients purchase um, and then return for more. So sure. it's, it's good. So it, it works on, on both ends, you know. Um, as long as I, you know, remain uh, true to the client and, you know, I'm willing to uh, offer the service and offer, you know, a good service to the clients. You know, my clients continue to come back and they love a good deal. You know, New York yeah. is expensive. They love a good deal. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to, you know, kind of keep them, you know, coming through the door. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, you kind of broke up there. I just you said yeah. keep them coming in the door. Yeah, yeah, keep them coming through the door and rewarding them for their loyalty. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I looked up guilt. That makes sense. It looks like it's more of a a higher end, a little bit different clientele, Groupon kind of thing. But it does say discounted. Yeah, yeah discounted services. But like you said, it's a good way to get people in the door. Um, it's a discounted tan, but. And like you said, if somebody has a bad tanning experience, you'll give them a free tan in order to show them that it can be good. And I think that's often overlooked. And a lot of people asking, 
how to get people in the door and things like that. And I think people don't utilize the, the free option as much. Obviously, we don't want to work for free forever and all the time. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that, but, um, it is, it is a good way to get people in the door. It's a good way for people that have had a bad experience to have a good experience and they're going to come back to you. And then obviously with guilt and Groupon and things like that, you still get at least part of the money, but, Sometimes you might worry about the clientele, but it really depends on, you know, who you're going for. And, and like you said, guilt might be a little better uh, higher-end yeah. clientele for you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm also – I would, I'm also a, a subscriber to Guilt, so I understand what's on there, and I understand the service that I'm offering. Um, so, it, you know, I mean, it takes a little bit of research, you know, and you definitely want to do something that you yourself would try. So I wouldn't say, you know, just go out there and throw your name out there. I would definitely say, you know, hey, if you're purchasing something off of one of these sites and you feel comfortable enough and you feel you understand what you're getting back, then, you know, definitely go ahead and, and get your your uh, get your message across or get your, your service across um, on one of the sites. Yeah, yeah you're taking um, – it, it is discounted, yes, uh, but at the same time, you know, it isn't forever. It's a way to kind of enter the market, get your, your name out the door, and, and, you know, move on, you know. That's how I feel like you, you can build – I mean, back – you know, 15 years ago, there there weren't really these these sites. A lot of it was um, going out there and and kind of um, you know out sitting on a corner and and handing out flyers and you know walking you know walking around and inviting people in and you know more advertising on on Craigslist or you know it was it was different back then. So it's this is a different way. It's it's. Um, I want to say it's mass marketed, but it's also um, it's important because you think about it these days. Everything is online now, you know. So your yeah. introduction can sometimes be online. Um, so I, I think it's it's a good foot in the door opportunity. Yeah, most definitely is. I agree with that. And and like you you mentioned something about the going through the hotels and some deal sites on there. It's always. <laughs> It's always interesting to hear different ways and, and things that people utilize or leverage to get into the market. And you always have to think outside the box and think about, you know, people coming for a vacation or or different yeah. ways to get into the wedding industry, whatever it may be. Obviously, think outside the box, and there's lots of ways to connect with people or, or organizations that can help at least feed you some potential clients. And, you know, they, they may not pay off immediately. It may take some time. They may only send one or two people a year. But, you know, you add those up after, across a, a number of different uh, uh, platforms or, or industries and whatnot, and you can kind of, you know, grow that. And that's the best way to do it, really. Absolutely. I completely agree. Sure. So, so for you, if you had to look out back over the last 15 years and look at how the business has grown and how successful it's become, what would you say was the number one thing that you did well uh, to to grow the business? Um, I want to say it's uh, about personality. Um, I've cried with my clients. I've um, talked and invited to weddings by my kids, but their mm -hmm. weddings. Um, it's the connection. I really do connect with my clients, and I love um, what I do. And I think that that's important. If you don't love um, this business, it's it's hard to kind of wanna, you know, be in it for a long time. It's not about. I mean, it's it's a great service for for you know 
15 minutes, you know, and you, you do, you can do very well. Um, you know, but for me, you know, I see about 30 clients a day and I, uh, I, it's, it's a real push for me. It's a long day for me, but I'm I'm definitely happy when I walk in in the morning, and I'm happy when I leave at night. So I would say it's definitely the connection. You know, it's um, I like what I do. I'm I'm good at what I do. You know, my my spray tan is um, it gives a beautiful result, and and it, it makes me happy. So yeah, definitely yeah. connections. Like- uh, good. Obviously, you, you've mentioned that a couple of times, how you know your yeah. customers really well or clients, sorry, very well. And it's it's deeper than that. Obviously, they're, they're kind of friends to you and they'll always be loyal to you in the business as long as it's there. Um, but that's important for people to understand. The connection's important, the, the getting to know people. And I'm a huge proponent, like I've always mentioned, to jotting down notes on clients or keeping some kind of CRM of all the clients and different notes and their kids names and things like that. And some people might not need to write that down for me. There's no way I could remember just because <laughs> I know that I can't remember yeah. all that, but right. uh, it's yeah. a good, it's a good way to get a more of a personal connection with people and to, to know them on a deeper level than just these 15 minutes and they're, you know, 40, 50 bucks or whatever they're paying you for the yeah. service. The thing is too, it's like, I, I always say this, you know, these these people have to be comfortable enough with you to remove their clothing, and it's a very vulnerable position uh, for them, you know. And so you're the one clothed, and they're the ones naked, and they expect you to to do a good job, you know. So a lot of it is, you know, keeping the client comfortable too, you know. You want them to to enjoy, you know, or if, even if they're not going to enjoy it, but to understand that, you know, hey, I get it you know you're you're uncomfortable and this this is new to you or this may be new to you and um you're trying this out and you're trying this out with me and so i just want to make sure that you're you know in a good place and so we get it i I get it done you know quick and easy and and the client feels comfortable and and good enough to kind of like you know so i i can work faster you know that you um i've noticed sometimes that clients if, if they're uncomfortable it's hard to get them to focus on where you need to to put them. Like, you know, some of these positions that you have to put your clients in are, you know, different. Sometimes it's holding their arms out for, you know, a, a few minutes or, you know, it's, it's you know, they hate to say it, but like bending over or, you know, lifting certain body parts. It's it's important that the client is, is comfortable with you and isn't going to go back and write a bad review or is it going to go back and say this this person is, you know, cold and, and awful, and I felt so uncomfortable the whole time, you know. A lot of it is you, you want to gain a reputation for understanding the client and what the client needs, you know. It doesn't necessarily have to be this uh, super dark tan and um, or a super light tan. There's, you know, there's a, a certain level of, oh, you need this for a wedding. I got it. Or, oh, this is for your birthday. I got it, you know. And you want them to be comfortable enough to kind of, you know, let you do what you need to do. Yep, definitely. Making them comfortable is a huge thing. A lot of people that I've met that have been very successful, that's one thing that they all have in common is that ability to do that. And for for you to kind of step back, um, you know, I tell people, maybe take a step back and think about if if it was reversed, like how would you feel comfortable? What makes you feel comfortable if you've done it before, if you've been in another situation where you're kind of in a vulnerable state, uh, whether it's completely nude, obviously, or stripped down to almost nothing, it's important to kind of take a step back and understand what can I do to make this person feel more comfortable? How can I kind of, you know, remove that uh, the tension or or what what not that's in the air because it is a little 
vulnerable for people to be like that. So that's a good way to kind of like a bedside manner for a doctor. It's kind of a similar thing. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Natalie, we'll get on to a couple more, uh, more technical spray tan related questions. What, what type of equipment and solution do you use? Um, I use, uh, the equipment that I use is, uh, sun effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually happen to love their, uh, the mini spray tan, the mobile system, um, in my space just because it, it doesn't take up a lot of room. It's actually, it sits on the floor or it can sit on the wall. Um, it's really, really good. And I can kind of move myself around, um, in a, in a smaller space. Uh, they also have a, a tower that they, uh, that you can use. I just tend to kind of get um, the tower for me, at least, gets a little in my way. Um, whereas the mini is just, you know, boom, boom, boom. Uh, the, the solution I kind of keep a secret. It's okay. one of my um, uh, one of my secrets. I use many different uh, solutions. I work with different DHAs. Um, I will tell you, I use different levels, such as I use a six, I use an eight, I use a ten, twelve, and an express solution. Yeah. Um, yeah. So glow this. Um, with uh, different bases, you know, greens and violets, and so I, I just I kind of keep it uh, mixed up, but I just I kind of keep it a secret. No, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I tell anybody before we interview, obviously, if you don't want to disclose that, that's perfectly fine. Um, but it's good to know. Obviously, anybody I've had on here is everybody's using different products, uh, mm-hmm. different equipment. It's good to hear all the different types that people are using and kind of see that everybody kind of paves their own way. Um, and not just listening to what everybody else is doing. Find something that works for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most definitely. So when you started out, did um, I know you mentioned you went through a local training that you found there on Craigslist. Did you go through any other training or certification courses um, since then? Uh, no, it was actually he just um, taught me. So uh, my original uh, boss who taught me the business, um, he learned from, I believe, like a, a woman had been who had been in the business. Like her her name escapes me at the, the moment, but um, she's since left the business. Um, but he originally got his training, and she had this huge box that was this kind of weird machine that she uh, that she started with, and he was just like, "This isn't." This isn't the best. He's like, so I'm going to push this aside. Um, and he's like, I'm going to teach you basics. And after that, I kind of, with my own, uh, with, with that base training that he gave me, I had to, I had to work it out on my own. I had to understand that, you know, um, you know, there are different curves to a woman's body, you know, um, the, the male body is a little different. Sometimes clients are, are wanting a little uh, touch of like, uh, I don't want to say, I, I usually call it shading, but, you know, contouring. So clients want these things and, you know, you kind of have to learn how to give it without it looking too fake or or um, obscene or unlike what they would normally have. So it, it went from, you know, his base training to me kind of evolving on my own. I don't really have any certificates. I've never really had to get one. I kind of like 
lived off my uh, my expertise and how long I've been in the business and the clients that I've worked for. Sure, and that makes perfect sense. And for anybody that goes through the training or certification, obviously there's not really any certification required. Um, but for the most part, it is you know something to choose, to establish a base to give you a little confidence, and then you're going to end up creating your own method um, throughout the process. Yeah. So you can look at 100 different videos. People do it 100 different ways, and that's just why, because everybody kind of caters to their own way, or you'll get a certain flow that you do and things like that. And like you said, the contouring or shading, uh, more advanced things, you kind of learn that you know along the way, which I think is important right. for people to understand. Yeah, training and certification is good for a starting point, but you're obviously going to evolve and, and create your own kind of flow and everything like that. Exactly. Awesome, Natalie. Well, for, for the final question, I like to ask this because it's always interesting to hear what people say. So if you were writing a letter today to yourself uh, 15 years ago when you were just starting out, what would you say in that letter to, uh, to Natalie uh, Cubit 15 years uh, ago? Um, I would say don't run away. <laughs> Stick with it. Don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Uh, in the beginning, my hands would shake when I had to uh, – um, initially do a client, I would have so much anxiety. Um, I would just tell myself to relax. Just relax. It's going to be okay. Um, you're you're kind of good at this. You'll work it out later. Honestly, I cannot do this. Um, so I tell myself, you can do this. You're going to be great at it. Let the anxiety go and have fun with it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. You broke up for a second there, but I heard you were saying, you know, that don't run away. Obviously, you were a little nervous <laughs> at first, and that just happens. I feel like you're going to get that. And that's why it's important to do free tens or practice on friends and family and things like that to get the confidence because typically if you're prepared, you're not going to be nervous. So um, you'll get that over time. But as you said, you know, don't run away. Don't give up. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a rough road at times, but it's going to be well worth it <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yes, Definitely. the anxiety. Yeah, there's there's so much anxiety that comes with this, you know, because it is um, working so intimately with with people all day long, and um, uh, it, it's just don't be scared, just don't don't be anxious, just kind of you can do it, you know, you can do it. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree 100 percent, Natalie. Uh, thank you so much for taking time on this Monday morning to uh, to share your story with us. It's been great uh, to get a, to get to know more about you and the business. And if anybody has any questions or wants to reach out to you, is there a good way for them to do that? Absolutely. You can reach me at glowthespraybar at gmail.com. Okay, I'll awesome. I'll answer any questions. I'm also on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, awesome. Natalie, thank you again uh, so much for joining us today. I, I appreciate your time, and, and I look forward to uh, following you and, and your story uh, moving forward. Thank you, Grant. Great to talk to you. You too. Take care. You too, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Happy Tans Podcast with Natalie Cupid from Glow the Spray Bar in New York. She shared her wonderful story and how it's changed over the last 15 years. A pretty interesting story considering she's been in the industry since around 2002. Uh, the industry was obviously in its infancy at that point. Mobile tanning and things like that did not even exist. Uh, she talks a lot about how she went through the changes and how things have grown and how she utilized a bunch of different platforms, even Groupon and other discount sites, just to get people in the door and to kind of grow her database. She mentioned the fact that she keeps in touch with everybody, um, you know, via email and things like that, and also helps to kind of 
incorporate people into her brand by by using cute little things like glow getters and things like that, which is a great way to to make people feel like they're part of something more than just a business and just paying you for your services. So that's a great way and a good thing to share. Uh, she also talked about how it's changed over her for the past few years and what she says is is her most um, the most important thing for the growth of her bu- with the growth of her business, which was just taking care of her customers and being there uh, for them, and obviously being knowing them on more than just the the intimate level that she does. She knows them on a very personal level as well. So thanks so much, Natalie, for joining us today. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much and happy tanning.